Jeez, Dad, not the car again. Oh, happens all the time with old Betsy. Have you checked out Carvana yet? They have thousands of cars for under $20,000. But do those thousands of cars have personality like old Betsy? Betsy's held together by tape. And there are raccoons living in the engine. It's a family car. Uh, there are flames on the hood? Ah, custom paint job. No, Dad, the car's on fire. How many cars did you say Carvana had? Visit Carvana.com to shop thousands of cars for under $20,000. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Granite Xhaka. I feel like we've got to the position with him where, you know, in the film where, spoiler alert, Dumbledore dies in the Harry Potter movies and, uh, sorry, just ruined someone's day, and they go to some weird cave and they have to go across a lake and then Dumbledore has to like drink out of a poison cup. Do you remember this? Do you remember yes, that, remember yes, that I, do, I do remember it. That is where we're at with Granite Xhaka. We have to keep drinking from the poison cup at the moment. We know it's not perfect, but if Voldemort wins, that is much worse. I think the question becomes more about, uh, it becomes less about can Granite Xhaka be improved on and more about, um, I've, I was thinking about this after the, the Chelsea performance. A club is an ecosystem. Take too many different species or players out of the ecosystem at once and the ecosystem collapse. Uh, you can use another um, kind of parable or metaphor of imagine it like a clock. Take too many wheels out at once and don't get the right ones in or they take too long to adjust. The clock stops working. The system stops working. We have to do major, major surgery to our first 11 and our squad this summer. I don't think we're at a situation where we can afford to replace that cog yet. I think it's Granite Xhaka for me has one more season. Not because I think he's the best player in the world, not because I don't think he's without his faults, but because change too much too quickly, the ecosystem collapses and we're left going, well, our midfield's now not working. This is now not working. It's a much safer option for Arsenal, which we're going to need in a difficult season next season, to leave him in place by a different option in the midfield that complements what would be a trio of Erdegaard, Xhaka and third player. And then next season, next summer, the summer after, is when you would look to replace Granite Xhaka. Agree. It's it's a kind of symbiotic system and we have to consider the knock-on effects of, of this, that and the other. However, I would slightly take a different view on that and say that I think we can replace Xhaka. My question is, his squad role, he clearly thrives off a, a very prominent squad role of being important, being valued and being wanted. That's something he, as a person, um, clearly likes. Whether Arteta and Arsenal need to pander to that, that's that's up to them. But I imagine in terms of the dynamics behind the scenes, that feels like he feels like a very important player. Johan Juru came to the um, uh, training ground yesterday. I appreciate they're both Swiss, but Jacques is there in all the photos. He's a prominent, he's a prominent, you know, member of the mm. team, someone who comes forward and is a, a bit of an ambassador for the club. I think we can improve on him talent-wise. My point is though, is with this kind of symbiotic system, taking him out too early, I, f- I feel is taking the training wheels off. He is working for us at the moment. His, his performances over the last couple of weeks have been really, really good. We've seen what happened without him in the midfield. If we lost a Partey and Xhaka had gone in the summer, 
I'm concerned, especially if that new player hasn't quite settled yet, especially if that, mm-hmm. you know, we we can't expect someone, especially the, the sort of age profile and hopefully technical profile that we're going to want, someone to come in as that kind of left eight who can roll around into a six. We're going to want someone dynamic. We're probably going to want someone in the sort of 23 to 25 year old area, you know, you know, maybe or, or potentially slightly older, but we're not going to get someone who's 30 or approaching 30 like Xhaka. So they're not going to have the gravitas. They're not going to have the status at the club. And therefore coming in and doing that role, if Partey continues to have his injury issues, I think we're taking the training wheels off too early. As I said earlier, we we are like Dumbledore in this situation. It's painful for us to keep Jacker in. There's things he cannot do. But unless we, we're almost in that position where we're damned if we do, we're damned if we don't. And no one, I think, is saying Jacker is the, is the solution. But considering his performances over the last sort of couple of years, I think there is certainly, as you say, another year in him where perhaps he can be phased out slowly. Maybe there's runs for him in the team. I don't know how you'd manage that. But as and and also the kind of soft factors as well, the cultural stuff has to be it has to be there. As much as you as much as you want to think it's, you know, it's all about talent and system. Look at the players when Enketia scored the other day. This is a group that are tight. This is a group that are growing together and bonding and we don't want to do too much to upset that. Absolutely. And you only have to look at, you know, situations like United where they've got quite a lot of talented Ah. players. (laughs) Not, no, 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 but as in, but not the right mentality. And we need to keep the right mentality in this group of players. I, um, I, I, I think... The, the question again. The question isn't can we improve on him. We absolutely can. The question is is do we improve on him now or do we improve on him in a year's time? I think. And Granit Xhaka, with the squad role that he has, is going to want to play football. I don't think we we. I think he plays a prominent part in our in our squad next season. But like I've said about other positions, there's going to be sixty to sixty five games and lots and lots of minutes and having three players so like Xhaka Erdegaard and another central midfielder of a different profile this summer you're going to be able to get them two to three thousand minutes each easily covering two positions that is smarter because you give that third player the the opportunity to have a year to bed in get used to positional play used to the system used to what we want him to do with his relative squad role say we want a bit more of a flat out box to box we give him a year to get used to that before we, you know, throw him into the fire of being that starting left eight. And then we go on to improve on what Granite Jacker offers. Because I don't I wouldn't see the point of signing a player who does the same things as Granite Jacker this summer. Because if we're gonna keep him, we are gonna play him in a considerable amount of games. I think it's more about it's the it's the passing of the torch, it's the relay race. You need different skill sets for position one, position two, position three, and position four in that relay and to hand those torches off. And this and this Granite Xhaka moment is like this final next season, I think is the final season. It's that final little run up where he's about to pass the baton off. And then we're in a much safer and much more comfortable situation to lose that. It's It's the metronome. We don't want to knock the metronome of our team off too much. Next season, we're going to have a new starting striker. We're going to have a lot more squad players and players that are going to need time to bed in. I wouldn't want to remove too many pieces too quickly. 
especially when he sets the tone so much for a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. And we've looked so good with Jacker and Partey. Do you know what I mean? That, that balance in the, in the midfield is really, really good. And They've got like a 75% win rate together. It's mad. Yeah, and, and you can kind of, it's, it's sort of be careful what you wish for. What I would mm-hmm. say though is, you know, we could be sat here game week one, Jacker does his ACL. Now I know that's complete catastrophizing and you can't, you can't, you can't plan for those situations and I don't think you should. But what I'm saying is, is having someone there who can also do the job at least. Mm. And, and so I think we need to get someone in. The question is then the profile of that player. And for me, the profile of that player, the age profile goes down every time Granit Xhaka steps on the field and, and plays like he did against um, in, in parts against Chelsea. He, he had our most passes in that game. He, he was the person that everything went through. Um, the age profile of that player comes down for me. We're not trying to get a dad because we, we've we got a dad and we need to grow some other dads. Do you see what I mean? Around, around mm-hmm. them. Ben White needs to become a bit more of a dad. Ramsdale, you know, it's we, we, we need we, we need these players to step up, but that's not going to happen before next season. It's 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 a long-term no. thing. So my my personal preference, if I'm if I'm providing an outline of what I'd like to happen, I'd lo- I'd love us to get a say a 22 23 year old midfielder who can play in a similar role to Xhaka but with different qualities as as we're asking for. So if Xhaka was pulled out of the team uh, for whatever reason injury or whatever we have we have someone who is of the requisite quality to replace him and can improve and can be eventually take over that role. And also so we have the option of Xhaka and they're competing. And then the question around well what squad role was Xhaka like? That's a question for Mikel. That's a management issue. You have to manage those minutes. You have to manage those expectations. You have to make players understand what they what they do. I think I'm seeing, and the more I understand about football, the more I realise that it's a squad game. It's a squad game, oh, guys. God, yeah. It's it's we we have to stop, you know, making these uh, hypothetical first 11s in our heads because it's it's just never how it works. Your proper first 11, if we named our starting 11, you know, maybe we'd swap out Martinelli and Smith-Rowe, but we all know what it is, right, at the moment, certainly, and probably Nketiah comes in as well. That team has played together probably a handful of times this season. We have to consider how the squad's going to work and... Jack is a part of it and he, he can be a part of it and let's not move on too soon. But I also think we'll regret it unless we get something, another option there. Oh, absolutely. Um, to, to, to look at as well. I think a, a central midfielder is needed in the summer, but that central midfielder is not a Xhaka replacement. I think it does have to be somebody who can play that slightly more reserved eight, yeah. but doesn't do the same things because... The repl- the replacement is next summer. This is this is about. I, I voice noted this to you. This summer is about finding different attachments to the weapon rather mm. than replacing the main barrel, the main trigger, the main handle. I think it. Yeah, it's it's a quality, a quality assurance summer in terms of adding different qualities and ensuring that we we can get through a season and play the way we want to, and have Jacko as an option. And then the personnel change potentially comes the next summer in terms of Xhaka moving out and that person being certainly our, our number one. And it also may happen over the season. I mean, who knows? You know, we, we, no one can predict football. That's if one thing. One thing we can say: no one can predict football. So maybe we get someone in, um, and we get someone who directly, you know, a twenty-five-year-old who's coming in to compete with Xhaka, 
and maybe Xhaka plays better and and Xhaka plays for the whole season or all this guy comes in and week one comes in for Xhaka. I just think getting Xhaka out the door this summer could be too soon. And this also all could be recency bias because he's, you know, there's been times on this podcast where we've sat here and said, get him out of my club. And I have felt that way. Um, but oh. you have to update your priors at times. And he's been playing very well. We've yeah. seen we've seen what we look like without him in the midfield. And it's not pretty. It is. Listen, it is. It's like you say, we've got to continue to drink the poison until we find ourselves in a situation where we can get back on that boat and get out of there. You know, it it won't be enjoyable. I, you know, after his interview and, you know, with the lack of accountability, he's not somebody I want to see fully represent my club. I don't. I think he's a decent player, but I, I think that there's some real issues there that, that still exist. But we're not in a situation where we can throw the baby out with the bathwater. Hmm. We've got to defeat Voldemort first. Harry, no! Your turn to check the king. Uh, let us know what you think. Tweet us in at Diffnock. Email us the diffnock.gmail.com. We'll see you later. This has been TDK Shorts. Sports Social Podcast Network.